I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth and I got a special guest. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about she's blaming me. Oftentimes when we're going through a breakup, one person blames the other. Well, blame is a nasty game that's often played in many areas. And it could be manipulation. It can be. Uh, I mean, sometimes we might be at full responsibility sometimes for, yeah. you know, maybe sometimes if you cheated true. on somebody. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of times they will put all the responsibility on you and not take any of that for themselves. Yeah. What do you think that is about? Well, I think our job as people is to own what we need to own, but mm -hmm. not take on anything additional. Um, in other words, I would kind of have the stance of I'll, I'll own what I have to own and admit if it's my fault, mm -hmm. but I don't want to take any extra. Absolutely. But if we're a true grown-up, um, then we do accept responsibility mm -hmm. for what has happened. And we all know there are people who are master manipulators who can make it seem like everything is everybody's fault. Now, what do you think causes something like that to happen in a person where they, they just constantly blame everybody and they don't take any responsibility? What do you think has happened in their life that may have caused that? I don't think that they've ever reached any kind of autonomy. You know, we start out as very dependent little things in this world mm -hmm. and we hope that we come somewhere in our 20s or 30s even um, to a point where we're truly our own people and we make our own decisions. Mm -hmm. Once we're able to do that, healthy people are able to take blame and to make decisions. Mm -hmm. So we have at least enough self-concept to think we can still live on the planet even if we own doing some of these things. And it's a real mark of adulthood, I think. So, do you think that somebody that is constantly blaming someone, it, it's um, some kind of trauma or some kind of attachment issue that's going on there? Well, it'd be some kind of attachment issue because I think it's ultimately a failure of autonomy mm -hmm. and that we can be effective in the world and that we can make things happen. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a good thing, um, but then, you, you know, you're not going to say it wasn't my fault if it was. And it's a reality distortion. It really is, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously sometimes you are at fault for something happening, right. but in many cases it's just putting everything on you uh -huh. to manipulate a situation. Right. For example, if somebody says to you something like, if you had only done this, we would be together. Right. Exactly. Right? Like, I had somebody yeah. do that with me. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, if you had only done this, yeah, we could still be together. Well, you made the decision for us not to be, so I, I'll own my end if you'll own yours. Mm -hmm. yeah. But distorting things like that is a good way of keeping you at a distance. Right. It keeps you at a distance, and it can put you in a state of anxiety. Sure. It's all your fault. And, that, and then you blame yourself. If I had just done things right, we wouldn't be in this situation. Neither extreme is helpful. 
No, and I see that a lot. Yeah. Where I mean, sometimes I'll be looking at a situation, and be like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here? This is a situation where somebody is keeping you at bay right. through a lie." Yeah, and and you, they've done such a good job of distorting right. it and twisting it around that you actually feel responsible for it. And if you question that even slightly, you're right. You're probably right. And if you feel like it doesn't sound right, challenge it. And you feel guilty. Oh, sure. These people are masters of guilt. I, I mean, I have, I, I remember not only going through that, but seeing that with people that I work with, where they feel Absolutely. tremendous amounts of guilt. Like, this is all my fault. This is all my fault. But in a lot of cases, that's not true. That's not true. And so we're going to look at it, an interesting email but today. But to think about it, start with, I own what? I need to own, you own what you need to own. Mm -hmm. It's like a fellow said to me one time, I've been arrested five times just because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> well, it's kind of true. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I don't know about actually doing the crimes. I mean... <laughs> I don't know who did them. <laughs> so we got a good email today, and this guy is in his mid-30s. And he's dating a woman in her late 20s, and they've been together for about six months. Now, he was telling me a little bit about her life growing up, and he said it was traditional, did not give her a lot of love growing up. Tried to force her to pursue medicine, as an example he gave. This is the girlfriend, huh? Yes. Okay. So she had um, parents that were probably overbearing. Sounds like it. And trying to force her to do something. What do you think about if you grew up in a home like that? Well, uh, either you would repeat it by being kind of compliant with others, or you, hopefully what you do is, I'm not going to be controlled, I'm old enough to make my own decisions, and I'm going to do that. But it involves a little bit of a fight. You have to stand your ground mm -hmm. and deal with some conflict. Yeah. All right, so he said, I started dating this wonderful girl of my life about seven months ago. We officially broke up one week ago. In between, I did not see her for about one month and a week. Well, that's interesting. All of a sudden, a month and a half, you're yeah. not seeing her? Yeah. About one and a half months ago, the unthinkable happened. We found out she was pregnant. Unthinkable. I can't imagine how that happened. What are their ages? <laughs> Old enough to know. <laughs> we were shocked, but I made it clear that I was willing to be responsible for her and the child, and I would be happy to do so. But I will also respect the decision that she make and be supportive, and that I will be there for her all the way. I also apologize to her that she had to make the decision because of the failed contraception. So he's taking on a little bit of an added responsibility yeah. because why is he apologizing for the failed contraception? Right. I mean... She has control over her yeah. body. A few days later, she texted me saying that she decided to go for an abortion. This was when everything went downhill. She said she hates me and refused to see me. Well, that's not fair. No. I mean, she, we can understand why she was pretty upset at that point, but no, we haven't heard anything yet to make it sound like it was not half half of each party here. And it's not like he hasn't been responsible or no. tried to take any responsibility no. for this. And she made the decision to get an abortion. He said, I'll support you and the baby that. either way. So he certainly said all the right things. At least yeah. 
from what it appears. Right. And so what do you think is going on that she's so angry about? I don't know. Read on and see if there's any more information. Okay. I couldn't even be there for her. Anyway, I paid for the procedure. She didn't want me to be there for her at the hospital. I could only wait. After the procedure, she refused to see me still. I tried to be around. I bought her food, made her soup that was good for her. I left it outside her house. I wrote her letters and texts, oh, wow. but I always respected her space. I never went crazy on her or anything. I think that was the one thing I did right. <laughs> Poor guy. He was trying. He was trying, yeah. During this period, I tried to stay in contact, giving her space when I can, messaging her maybe two or three days or whenever she messages me. She officially broke up with me about a week ago. Everything was great before this. She was and still is the love of my life. Well, I think that holding that belief that she's the love of his life right. is going to hurt him. Yeah, we'll hold him back. And, yeah. and that's not good. And the other thing not that people often forget is that men grieve abortions as a loss also. Sure. So now he's not only lost her, he's lost potentially a child and in fact having a family. Or a miscarriage too for that right. matter. Yeah, yeah, any of those things. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so, she, But she's pretty mad at him. She, it's like she's putting all the blame on him for her own decisions and so it's like she doesn't have to take any responsibility for it. Right. Read on. Let's see. Okay. So he was talking about the breakup. He said, I invited her to meet one day. She came with a letter. I read it and it was, of course, a breakup note. I didn't say anything. I just looked at her sadly. She left. I sat. When I went home, I texted her saying that I respect her decision and that I love her. I sent her a song I recorded for her that I wanted to send her. I question the I'm giving her space a little bit. Well, yeah, he he's all over the place. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do here. No. And it would be extremely confusing. It would be extremely confusing, certainly. Because mm -hmm. now he's got to deal with the, you know, abortion and the loss of the relationship. Right, yes. So now he's yeah. got two losses yeah. on his hands. Yes, he does. That was the last time I ever contacted her, on the day of the breakup. I was quite clean, I guess. I also stopped all forms of social media. It has been about nine days since. We never really had a big problem. We had concerns, but we were always able to sit down and talk about it rationally without getting angry. Things were going so well, but two potential problems that she had mentioned before. The fact that she had gone through the abortions, she was traumatized. She blames me for getting her pregnant. Okay. That I wanted sex more than she wanted. On hindsight, she could have done it with me to please me at times. Yes, she could have. What else can I do? My current plan is to go no contact for a month. It's painful, but I can do it. Then attempt to contact her. I'm having a lot of anxiety and emotional stress. I've gone missing on Facebook so far and in my chat message. She can probably see the last active was days ago. Should I continue my absence on Facebook or still log on if I'm not last active for many days? Will that portray me as weak or does it work to my advantage? 
Well, I think he's a little bit distorted in thinking that Facebook has much to play into how this is going right. to play out. Yeah. It doesn't really matter about when you were last active or, or statuses when you've got a woman that's furious at you for getting her pregnant. Right. And that's irrational. It seems to be, given that if, if what he's telling us is true, it does seem to be irrational. I mean, she knows what I mean, happens you if don't you upset. Really, you don't really know who was using the protection. Um, or if she in some way felt coerced that night, but she hasn't said that. And according to this, no. there's no sign of that? No. Or, let's remember too that her hormones are in an uproar. She's, they've all mar marshaled when she was pregnant. Now she's still got them, and it may take them a while to diminish. That's a good point. Yeah. But, I mean, he repeatedly, according to this, acted like an adult. I'll be there yeah, for you. absolutely. I'll support you in whatever decision you make, um, whatever you want to do here. He said I'll... it all right. Yep. And so it's certainly not fair that he's getting the blame for no, this. No, it isn't. Uh, how old did we say she was? Um, let's take a look here. She is in her late 20s. Late 20s, okay. So, I mean, we're not, as far as we know, at least we're not dealing with a family that's in an uproar that this happened. I mean, she's old enough they to They may not decisions. even know. They may not even know, yeah. Um, you know, her hormones may ca calm down and she may see things differently, but um, we have no evidence that that's going to happen. I'm just saying it's a possibility. She's really, really angry and, um, you know, to put all the blame on him is just... No, it doesn't seem fair. No. And, yeah, we have to accept what we have to accept. I don't think that, you know, not contacting her 30 days is the way to go. I would just leave her alone until he, she's ready to He needs to, to leave her alone. And I think he thinks he's given her space, but I'm not sure he has. No, I mean, he wrote her a song. He yeah. wrote her a yeah. letter. Right. He's right. he's showing up at her house giving her soup. And I mean, she's saying, I'm trying to recover from this and I can't get enough space to do it. Do you mark my head around it? Yeah. So. But he certainly does sound like he's like he's sincere. Yes, but in this case, I would just leave her alone yeah. until she's ready to reach out. I mean, maybe she'll calm down and say, you know what? I thought about it. This is my fault too. I made this decision yeah. with you, and you know, either maybe she'll want to work it out with him, or maybe she won't. Or not. Right. I mean, it's, but they have shared a loss together and and a major experience. Yeah. And, you know, according to him, you know, the relationship was really good other than this. So, I would think she would think about that. I would certainly And consider so it. And as you always say, and I think it's wonderfully encouraging, most people do think about missing their partner, not missing their partner, mm -hmm. if they want to get back, what it would be like to get back, but everybody thinks about it. I think so. Yeah, I think I so. Mean, I mean, I've seen it in most cases. Yeah. But certainly what he has been doing, which is contacting her frequently, isn't working. No. It is making her more more angry. Calling me again. Coming by with more soup? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. Either email coaching or Skype coaching is available. But that's it for this video, and I will talk with you soon.